Hello, my wonderful friends. Welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to BQ&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible, and where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nikrita, your host today. And if you like to make a comment or have your questions answered, today you can text me on 0401-305077 or you can email info at faithfm.com.au. Also, you can visit our website, faithfm.com.au. Our theme for this week is How do I walk with Jesus? And the big question which we are going to look at today is, what is humanity's greatest problem? Our co-host today is Joseph uh, Maticic, and uh, Joseph is the General Secretary of the Seventh-day Adventist Church here in South Australia, and it's good to have you back with us, Joseph. Great to be here, Nick. Thank you. We missed you last week. You have a week off, yes, uh, yes. but we had a Break. great program also mm. uh, last week uh, talking about health, mm. Bible and health, and it was really good. I enjoyed that, actually. But it's good to have you in the studio with us here, and also, I was so blessed to see you during the weekend while you were speaking about some great topics about into Earth's final destiny. And I know you talked about how to survive uh, the end of the world. And then the second uh, presentation was about how the three angels visited Adelaide. What you can tell us a, a little bit on, on that and to our listeners. And maybe we'll, we'll advertise the next programs we have for this coming weekend. Yes, yeah, so Nick, I was uh, fortunate and privileged to be able to uh, to present uh, at a series that's running in Mawson Lakes in, in Adelaide here in South Australia on Friday evening and, and uh, again on, on Saturday, a, a series there uh, looking at, uh, really looking at uh, some of, uh, j- just picking out some of the highlights um, from the prophecies of the book of Revelation. And uh, yeah, so we, we, we covered initially um uh, looking at the uh, the signs of the end of the world and the the, the promise of of the return of Jesus, and then um, and then I was able to present uh, in the second presentation about um, really the God's last message to the world mm-hmm. uh, b- before the end. We, we've noticed that just before there's been any major or calamitous event, God has always sent a message beforehand, and, and we find that actually in Revelation. And uh, So it's a great series uh, being run there, uh, as I said, in Mawson Lakes, and, and it's continuing, Nick, um, with other presenters from this Friday evening. Absolutely, and uh, this coming Friday we are going to talk about how to kill a dragon. And if you are interested, please just uh, join us. Uh, the venue is Denison Centre, uh, 12 to 24 Garden Terrace, uh, Mosson Lakes, and uh, our speaker for this is uh, David Butcher. Follow up by Saturday afternoon from uh, 4 uh, o'clock, 4 p.m., to the second presentation, um, How to Receive 
the seal of God. I believe this will be really mm. interesting because uh, everyone will like to learn and to know how can receive the seal of God. Mm. Because if we receive the seal of God, one thing is certain, you avoid the mark of the beast. Yeah. And that will be another program actually to follow in the next weekend with another presenter, Mark Wilson, and will give you more information on this uh, also. Please stay tuned with us and uh, during the program we may come back a couple of times to advertise this. But if you like to book your um, seats there, the free entry, you can um, phone or SMS 0401-305-077. Again, this is 0401-305-077. Or people can even simply contact uh, the station at Faith FM, Nick, and I'm sure we'd be able to get the, the details to them for uh, for this seminar. Absolutely, yeah. On faithfm, uh, again, uh, info.com.au, yep. uh, if you write an email or just visit our website, uh, faithfm.com.au. Hey, Joseph, one thing that humans have uh, debated is, are humans now smarter than ever? Is society getting better? Is there something that is common to all people in every place from every age. What yeah. can you say about this? Yeah, well, it's interesting, Nick. You know, when, when we think you know, of people, uh, for example, someone like a Mother Teresa, mm-hmm. Nick, mm-hmm. Uh, most people, you know, probably says one of the greatest persons that's ever lived, you know, a great Christian who, who really uh, did so much to help others. But what if we said that she had something in common with Adolf Hitler? Wow, that's a challenge. <laughs> Tell us a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's trying to indicate to us, Nick, that there is something that uh, that is common to all of us. Any human being, or we could say in every human being has something deep down that, 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 that they have, that, 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 that they have in common. And mm. um, that's something that we want to really sort of look at and unpack this afternoon. Absolutely. And also, we, we heard this saying, um, two things in, in life, they are certain. Well, we know th- things are certain is taxes and death. Absolutely. Yeah. You and, cannot and, and, escape those ones. No, that's right. And I guess back to um, looking, comparing at comparing uh, Mother Teresa with Adolf Hitler. Mm. Well, we know that one thing they both had in common is that they both died and, and both both are dead. So uh, even though they're very, very different individuals, there's something that they still had in common. And also, Joseph, uh, there is something that we all have in common. None of us are perfect. Mm. And uh, uh, we all ultimately die, as uh, as we just mentioned. Mm. Now, why is that? Yeah, and that's exactly what we want to look at. Uh, we want to look at this this idea, Nick, that there 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 is something deep down. There's this human condition that the Bible calls calls sin. To, to begin with, Nick, uh, let, let me read to uh, to us from Romans Romans chapter three. Uh, notice what the what the Bible here says in Romans chapter three, and uh, in verse ten, it says, "As it is written, there is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks God." So here we see how it stresses that there is none righteous. Uh, in other versions, no, not even one. Uh, and then it goes on. And uh, if we had a bit of a, a read through here, it, it gives a bit of a description of the human condition of sin. 
Um, it says that their uh, mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Ruin and misery mark their ways. That's down in verses 14 and 15 into verse 16. And then in kind of a, I guess, a summary statement, Nick, in verse 23, it says, For all have sinned mm. and fall short of the glory of God. All have sinned, the Bible says. All is all. Everybody. So in other words, uh, the opening uh, point that I want us to, to notice here is that sin is is universal. Uh, it's interesting, uh, Nick, that, um, and I'm sure you, you'd be familiar with this as, as a parent yourself, there's, one, there's something that you don't, don't have to teach your children. <laughs> Absolutely, you're right. They, from, right from the beginning, you know, they will, they, the inclination is to do wrong things. You think of even a, a very young child when, when, they, when they have a toy or they're holding something, and if someone wants to come along and, uh, and, and take it from them, uh, what do they do? Uh, they they, they want to hang on to it. They 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 pull it towards them, or they uh, they begin to they begin to cry. So so we see right at a very early age this 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 um uh, this instinct to, uh, to to selfishness really. Yes. You know? um, and then it just just it it progresses and 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 develops as as they get older. They they don't need to be told mm. and taught uh, how to how to do the wrong thing. How to and, and it's interesting while you mentioned that uh, I remember my brother, the eldest brother. Uh, sometime I'm trying to you know uh, talk to him about uh, the word of God and things like that. He's um, he's a Christian, but you know not uh, necessarily practicing. You know he goes to a church maybe once, uh, twice a year okay. or uh, things like that. Uh, but he said, oh, when I pointed him that he needs, you know, something in his life, he needs the Savior, Jesus Christ. He said, but I'm not a bad person. You know, I haven't killed anyone. I haven't. Stolen from anybody, I haven't done this and haven't done that. And it's interesting how humans have the tendency and temptation to say, I'm a good person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, and that, that is so common, Nick. Um, what your brother has just said there is, is, is a very, very typical response uh, from many people. So what, what we're establishing here from the outset, we're looking at this topic, Nick, of humanity's greatest problem. Mm-hmm. And that essentially is sin. Now, that's a very short word, but it's actually a very significant issue. Sin is universal. Sin has infected and affected every human being. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, Nick, that it's not just from the Bible that we see clearly this this reference to, to the human's greatest problem. Even even secular People recognize that there is something deep down in in humanity that that that's not right. Uh, for example, if I can just quote from um, one writer, it, it's it's the, he's a secular novelist, John Steinbeck. Mm-hmm. He wrote this: "I believe that there is one story in the world and only one. Humans are caught in their lives." in their thoughts, in their hunger and ambitions, in their avarice and cruelty, and in their kindness and generosity too, in a net of good and evil. Mm. So we find that you know, it's, it's recognized. Pe- people, 
people out there just clearly recognise that there is that there is something something not 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 right, not quite right. The Bible clearly states it, as as we saw in the outset with with those passages from Romans chapter three. None righteous, no, not even even one. And it's interesting, Nick. Just just on that, actually, and, and I'm glad you you sort of mentioned there about your your brother, um, because the the Bible established, and especially we find this in Romans. Romans, the opening three chapters, you you have there um, how it talks in chapter one. It talks about um, uh, people who are. Uh, essentially, you know, non-believers and you know the, 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 those that, that are heathen, that those who do do not acknowledge God at all. Uh, but then in chapter two, uh, it, it talks about those who uh, who like to judge and point the finger and, and compare yes, themselves. Yeah. And, well, we're we're not as bad as mm-hmm. as those heathens. Uh, and then it further on, it talks about it, it references to 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 the Jewish people who were saying, well, we you know we, we we've had the law and whatever else. Um, and then, uh, and then, so then Paul comes in in, in chapter three, um, and he basically makes the point there uh, that uh, we are all uh, uh, we're all the same. That's what he says. Um, all in verse nine, he says, "All Jews and Gentiles alike are all under the power of sin." Mm-hmm. And then he says, "There's none righteous, no, not one." Why? Because all have sinned. And just have just on uh, on that one, we are living right now under a very difficult time with the coronavirus thing all around the world, and probably people are tempted to say this is our greatest problem right mm. now, this pandemic. But when you think about what you're just sharing here, beyond that, yeah. it's even a greater problem. Yeah. Because uh, not everyone may suffer about uh, this pandemic. Yeah, we're exposed to this, but. Every human being on this earth is under that big problem, which you just call it sin. That's right. That's and right. That's amazing to to be able to recognize that, mm. because when you recognize that, then you have a step forward mm. in trying to sort out that problem. Exactly right. It, that's the problem with the coronavirus. Some people just don't believe in this, you know, yeah. and uh, and it's not our uh, call to say one way or the other. But if you Come to realization that you have a problem which can affect your life for eternity, then I believe this is very serious. Yeah, yeah, we're, very, very good point, Nick. Because what what you're getting at, and 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 we need to look at this. Essentially, is this idea: the problems that we face in our world, they are not the ultimate problem; they are just the symptom of what's behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example. Uh, let's 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 mention let's start off with the the, uh, the one that you just mentioned the coronavirus, whether it's coronavirus or the flu virus or or other uh, diseases or sicknesses, Nick, um, cancer, stroke, heart attacks, uh, you name it, they are all the result of sin being in the world. Let's take other examples: marriage breakups. They are not the real problem. What's behind it is the issue of humans wanting to hurt one another mm-hmm. emotionally or verbally, uh, sometimes even physically uh, and, and in other ways. Racism, another example, Nick, is not the real problem. What's behind it is issues of humans not seeing each other of equal value and worth. Let's say disabilities. 
this is a symptoms. This is a symptom of being in a, in a sinful mm-hmm. sinful world. Uh, addictions. They're not the real problem. Rather, it's behind it is the fact that. Unfortunately, uh, human brains have been wired uh, in such a way that they, they get cause people to get into behaviors that, that gets them trapped into, into things that, they, they, that, that are harmful. Uh, violence and crime, Nick, um, they are not the real issue. Behind them is uh, humans who, who are themselves are broken and they don't know how to respond mm-hmm. um, in, in helpful, uh, healthy ways. Uh, another example, greed and corruption. They're not the real issue. Behind them is humans' desire for self. Injustice as well, uh, again, is not the real issue, but behind it is, is the issue of uh, humans not internalizing the principle of love. Uh, Joseph, are you saying here that uh, if we will be able, capable to really recognize that need in our life, the, what we struggle with, the sin problem, we could fix so many other things? That's right. Amazing. That's exactly uh, amazing right, Amazing because, Nick. you know, as you pointed out, humanity's greatest problem is sin. Yes. If we'll be able to tackle this, put it this way, and not just tackle it, but um, recognize it in our life yeah. and give it to the one yeah. who's able to sort that problem, which is Jesus yeah. Christ, we may yeah. come to that. It's amazing yeah. what you're yeah. sharing here today because uh, we can be, d- be devastated about all sorts of things, all these things which you just pointed out, yeah. and they can create a chaos in our lives, in the society, in the culture we live. But if we'll go to the root problem, that's right. we can fix so many things. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's wonderful. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing to hear that. Well, and, and yeah, and, and we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, Nick. But uh, what you're getting at there is this is exactly right in the sense that um, it, when we address the, the the core issue, Nick, it will deal with all the core issues that humans that that we as humans suffer and 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 uh, and, and live with, both both I guess personally, but but one day also we will believe that you know. When we jump ahead to to the very end, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. when the sin problem is ultimately dealt with, mm-hmm. not only for personally, but it'll even even for our planet, Nick, uh, for the things that are in our environment, in our world, in our nature, is also going to be dealt with as well. Wow. Um, so yeah, it's it's significant. Now that that brings up the challenge, though, Nick, and that is that uh, humans don't like to readily admit what the true issue is. Mm. Uh, and this is this is part of part of the problem. Uh, for example, have you have you noticed what happens when people behave in ways that are destructive, or or when they behave in ways uh, th- that get them into trouble? For example, uh, you think of at a school, a, a student uh, Nick does something that really gets them into trouble. The school uh, suspends the student, uh, or even has to expel them from the school. Because their their behaviour was uh, was inappropriate, maybe maybe it's something along the lines of that the student uh, resorted to violence or uh, you, you utilised um, narcotics or drugs or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, but, but whatever it is, it's a destructive behaviour. The the student gets disciplined, is suspended, if not even expelled. What tends to happen is when when that situation is talked about. You'll hear commentary, you know, that that they look at the background of the student, and 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 when we don't want to deny that there are other factors involved in this as well. But what tends to happen is it can lead to people saying, "Well, the student couldn't really help it because 
you know, if, if we only understood their family background is this, that and the other, and uh, that they, they, they were raised in such a home life, um, it was, uh, uh, and it's interesting as they say it was a broken home, mm-hmm. interesting words there, Yes. Um, uh, that, that you know, both parents weren't there or that there was violence in the home or something like that, and, it, and in a sense it's, yeah, that's what the student has grown up in. So it's, it's almost as if to say that the, the behaviour of the student was not their fault. Mm. Mm. Or take another example. Sometimes we have, when we hear about these serial killers killing a number of innocent people, then then when they, in, in, sometimes in the media or uh, look into uh, th- this person, that they will find something either about their past or whatever else. It's almost as if the behaviour of the person can be justified. Almost, uh, it, it's a real struggle, Nick, uh, to actually admit that what's taking place here. The, 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 this behaviour is wrong. Uh, what this either this student has done is not right, or what the serial killer has done is not right, mm-hmm. and and it ultimately comes to the fact that they are sinners who are, who are broken broken individuals who react and act like mm, that. Mm. Yeah, that's that's so true. That's so true, Joseph. Well, uh, probably it's a good time now to take a short break. Yep. Before we come to a good question, which I would like to to ask you, um, I mean, just mention it. What is sin and how did we get into this condition? But just let's take a short break and we'll be back with you in uh, in a moment. Don't go anywhere. This is Faith FM, Drive Time, Big Q&A. The book of Revelation is full of amazing stories, thought-provoking prophecies, and most of all, hope for you and your family. Join Faith FM presenter and Drive Time host Nick Creeder for Into Earth's Final Destiny as we unpack the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ with special guests. This Friday evening at 7pm at the Denison Centre, Mawson Lake School, you can learn how to slay a dragon, followed by Saturday the 22nd at 4pm with Receiving the Seal of God. For more information or to reserve your place, call 0401. 305-077. That's 0401-305-077 or contact Faith FM on 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's a great event happening right here in Adelaide. If you are listening to us from Adelaide, don't hesitate to give us a call and book a place for us at the Denison Center for the next session. But also, Joseph, we are going to give away a free book, a wonderful book for those listeners who like to send us an SMS or contact us. Mm. Would you like to share a little bit about that book, which we are going to give it away? Yes, thank you, Nick. This, the, the book that we have on offer for you this week is called Steps to Christ. It's been in print for over 125 years now. It, it, it's a classic, a classic book uh, that really deals with the, the heart of the issue of how we as humans can find peace, uh, pe- peace in our lives. And, and, and essentially what we're talking about here today and how to deal with humanity's greatest problem. Mm. Steps to Christ uh, has been uh, printed in uh, over 75 million copies and translated in more than 100 languages. An absolute classic, highly recommended, and uh, I'd encourage uh, our listeners to yeah, call in, uh, email, contact us uh, to get your, get your free copy. And the phone which you can ring or uh, send an SMS, don't ring during the program right now because we may not be able to answer just right now, but send us an SMS on 0401 305 or you can 
email us at info faithfm.com.au or visit our website faithfm.com.au hey Joseph uh, coming to the question which I just mentioned before the break what is sin and how did we get into this condition okay so what we've seen Nick that um, sin is universal it, it affects every one of us so yeah, well, let's let's now go into deeper to see, well, what is this concept of sin that, that we're talking about? Uh, the simplest definition of sin is the one that's found in 1 John chapter 3 and, and verse 4, uh, Nick, and um, it, it tells us there uh, that sin is the transgression of the law. Mm-hmm. Uh, sin is the breaking of the law. Now, what law? Well, it's referring to God's law. Uh, it, it's referring to, to, to God's commandments, the, 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 ten, the Ten Commandments. So sin is humans breaking, breaking God's law. That, that essentially already gives us a hint of how we've gotten into this situation. Humans have got into this because humans have disobeyed, disobeyed God. Now, that makes sense because if, if God is uh, the source of all life, then humans have, by disobeying him, uh, broken that source of life and that brings all the problems in in life mm-hmm. but sin is more than that Nick uh, sin is more than just uh, what we have or haven't done or, 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 or our actions as we will see it is a condition now let's go back to Genesis chapter 3 and we'll see what sin really is and how we how we got into this condition Genesis chapter three is is probably a, a well known story to, to many people. It's it's the account of our first humans, Adam and Eve, in the Garden of Eden, in a perfect environment, mm. Nick. Mm. And they were they were created perfect. They were placed in a perfect environment, uh, and everything was lovely. In the midst of that garden was a particular tree, and God had said to them, "You may eat from any tree, but just not that one." And then of what we find is the account in chapter 3 from verse 1 uh, where, where the serpent uh, there appears on the scene and says, that, reading from verse 1, more crafty than all of the wild animals the Lord God had made, he said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden. But God did say, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden and you must not touch it or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for Mm. themselves. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day and they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Let's mm. just stop there. So there we have the well-known account of what's called the fall of a man. Of humanity. Of humanity, that's mm. right. Uh, what, what we find here is what sin is and how it came into the world, uh, how, how we got into this condition. Uh, sin, sin is, in a simplest form, Nick, 
disobeying God. Yes. Uh, we saw in First John, it says sin is a transgression of the law. Sin is breaking the law. It's dis- disobeying God. Uh, it's humans choosing to disobey God and do their own thing. Now, if, if we consider this, it, it's actually yeah, a few things here. Um, number one, sin is a state of rebellion. Mm-hmm. Now, people might think, oh, that's, that's a bit harsh, but think it through. Adam and Eve here as the first humans chose to not follow what God had instructed them to do. They thought we 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 will choose differently. It's it's actually a state of rebellion, uh, and so sin sin is this this choice this choice that that began initially here with the woman the Eve um, even before she took the fruit, when she made the decision the conscious choice to take it to to do her own thing. That's why in Psalm. 51 and verse 4, the psalmist uh, in a prayer, a psalm of prayer where he acknowledges uh, what he has done, uh, a sin, psalmist David, um, great prayer of confession there. He says, it's a prayer to God, he says, against you and you only mm-hmm. have, have I, I sinned. sinned. Yes. Yeah. So sin, sin is a, a state of rebellion. The second thing that we find about sin is that it's a, it's a broken relationship with God. Now we see that in this in the account right at the beginning here in Genesis three with with Adam and Eve, the moment they took the fruit, things change. God comes, but this time they they they, they go off in hiding. Mm-hmm. They're in fear. So the the relationship that they had with God is no longer the same. It's interrupted. Exactly right. Interrupted here. Exactly right. Mm. Uh, sin is this brokenness. And I'd like to suggest that a way to sort of define sin, it's this brokenness that's caused this this um, bent to evil. Mm. And from that brokenness, third point, Nick, from that brokenness comes sinful actions. Um, I'm not sure if you have there in Matthew 15. There's a couple of ones in Matthew 15, and I, I, I can read one yep. if you can read yeah. one of these. They, they, these are really insightful passages here, Nick. You want to go uh, uh, Matthew 15? What yeah. verses? Matthew 15. If you could read Matthew 15, 18 and 19 for us, please. Sure. Let's uh, read this from uh, New um, King James. But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart. And they defile a man. Hmm. For out of the heart proceeded evil, thoughts, murderers, adulterers, fornications, thefts, false witnesses, and blasphemies. Thank you, Nick. Now, notice what it says here. It's from the heart that comes these, these evil, uh, evil actions. Mm-hmm. Uh, evil thoughts and actions. So what it's saying is is uh, the, the root of the problem is the heart, the human heart. Yes. Yeah, it, it's from there that that sinful things result and and are demonstrated. So sin is this condition. Uh, it, it's it's this attitude of rebellion against God. It's choosing to to not obey God, as mm-hmm. we've said. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also seen that it's it it it, it means it's broken relationship with God, like you said, a disruption. And then, flowing from all of that, it means that 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 there is this 
if you like, a, yeah, now a, a bent, uh, an inclination, mm-hmm. really. It's an inclination to, uh, towards evil things. And so it, and the Bible there explains how it's our condition that results in the actions. That's why the Bible is saying here, it's from our heart that these things, th- 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 these things come. It's not just like, oh, whoops, just happened to do it. Don't, mm-hmm. ha- have no idea why. Well, hang on. We do. It, it's, 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 it's our condition that causes us to do it. And actually you exercising that beautiful thing which God gave us all, the free choice. Yeah. But God also told us and told them, you know, to do this or not to do that. But you choose to rebel and go against what God is saying. And I like when, before you, you mentioned about that, you know, that the temptation comes. Mm. Uh, and I remember a little illustration when somebody told me that, says you, you cannot stop the birds from the air to fly above your head. You know, you cannot stop them, but you can stop them to make a nest on your head. You, you see, you make a decision here. Um, that's what with the, with the thoughts, even with a sinful inclination, mm. you know, temptation comes, all those things, but you can actually take an attitude, mm. an action which you can stop some of those things to happen. I, I thought I would just throw it in that yeah. uh, little uh, <laughs> illustration there. Yeah. Let, let's, let's have a look at a very similar passage to the one we just read in Matthew 15, Nick. If, do you have Matthew chapter 12 there? Uh, similar words of Jesus again, explaining to us this human condition from, from, yeah, yeah. 12, of, of from uh, verse, uh, Ma- Matthew 12, verses 30, well, you can even go from verse 33, really. M- verse 33 uh, through to verse 35. Thank you. Again, from uh, New verse King 30. James. Yep. 33. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or less make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For the tree is known by its fruit. Broad of Vipers. Now, can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of heart, the mouth speaks. Mm. Notice that again, just on that one. Out of the abundance of the heart, the the mouth speaks. Mm -hmm. Jesus is again illustrating that it's come from within us Mm -hmm. that uh, that we say things that we shouldn't. Uh, Over in Matthew 15, we do things that we shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Uh, Verse 35 there, Nick, I interrupt. And he says here, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. Okay. So again, it, it, it makes the point that our sinful nature, Nick, mm-hmm. leads to sinful actions. Right. Uh, so sin, as we said, th- this humanity's greatest problem is sin. What is sin? Sin is humans disobeying God mm-hmm. in, in, a, in its simplest form. And then we looked at what that means is it's actually an attitude of rebellion against God. Uh, it's essentially saying we as humans have chosen to go our own way. 
it is it is uh it's resulted in a broken relationship mm-hmm. with god mm-hmm. there's a disconnection there uh we we see that immediately in the sense that no longer are we in in a direct communion direct di- direct connection unhindered face to face connection with god uh as as humans as adam and eve enjoyed initially at the very very beginning yes uh that's broken and then that has leads us to 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 its sinful actions mm-hmm. um and uh, and that's that, that's significant how did we get into this well uh romans romans chapter 5 if i can read there verse verse 12 it tells us romans 5 verse 12 says therefore just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin, and in this way, death came to all people because all sinned. Mm. Very important words there, Nick. Uh, through it says through one man, namely Adam, or you know, Adam as the representative of the human race. So we, we could say through, yeah, in a sense, yeah, what we read about there in Genesis three came sin, and through that came death. So, Nick, uh, as a result of the fall of our first parents. As a result of the fall of Adam and Eve, it has meant then that all humans since then, all of us from then on, mm-hmm. have got this brokenness. Yes. Are in sin. Yes. And that leads us to sinful actions. Destructive, hurtful, painful. Yeah. That's all from there. Right. Um, we have inherited a sinful nature, this tendency, this, 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 this brokenness. Right, Joseph. And just before we are going to look at uh, the results of mm. sin, uh, take another short break here, and we'll be back uh, with you in a moment. The book of Revelation is full of amazing stories, thought-provoking prophecies, and most of all, hope for you and your family. Join Faith FM presenter and Drive Time host Nick Creeder for Into Earth's Final Destiny as we unpack the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ with special guests. This Friday evening at 7pm at the Denison Centre, Mawson Lake School, you can learn how to slay a dragon, followed by Saturday the 22nd at 4pm with Receiving the Seal of God. For more information or to reserve your place, call 0401 305 That's 0401 305 or contact Faith FM on 1-800-FAITH-FM. And I believe uh, all around the country you can uh, search for programs which we have uh, organized, you know, uh, to learn more from the Bible, uh, learn more about the condition of humanity, that greatest need of everyone. Um, and don't hesitate to contact uh, us uh, via emails and uh, visit our website uh, also. Joseph, uh, we are coming to another question now. Uh, what are the results of sin? Let's uh, move on a little bit and, and see here practically yeah, what we are facing after yep. this uh, decision. That's or, right. Yeah, so Nick, when, when we read about the first uh, humans' sin in, there in Genesis 3, um, we, we notice uh, what... And we've looked at what sin is, but we notice now what are the immediate consequences and results that come out of it. Now, this is really interesting, Nick. Uh, now, we've read some of this um, already. Genesis chapter 3 and verse 7. This is after, the, after Adam and Eve disobey God by taking the fruit and eating it. It says in verse 7, 
Genesis 3 verse 7. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. First immediate result of sin, we find what humans are doing is they're trying to cover up. Mm, Now, mm. we'll talk about that a little bit more in just a moment. But let me just just touch on it just now. Verse 8, we read on. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the, gar- in the garden in the cool of the day. And what did they do? They hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. Mm. The next immediate result we find of sin is that of fear, hiding, a broken relationship. Uh, there's a broken relationship with God. Sin immediately has a consequence. Mm-hmm. Uh, verse 11, we read on. And he said, that is God said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? The man said, The woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree and I ate it. What's, what's Adam doing here? Excuses immediately. Mm. Excuse, blame. That no, wasn't me. It's 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 the woman. And so you find here that there's blame. And and now Nick, there's a broken relationship between humans. Yes. Immediately that 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 relationship between Adam and Eve, that, between humans is broken. So sin results in uh, uh, cover up. It results in a broken relationship with God mm-hmm. and a broken relationship with with with. With one another. With each other, yes. Read on, verse 13. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me. And there's the classic, well, the devil made me do it. So what we find here, Nick, is the next result of sin is blame. Blame and not wanting to take responsibility. Mm. Refusing to admit, to acknowledge um, essentially selfishness. And then further on, when we read, we, we find some other consequences. Verse 18, uh, God says, uh, as a result, he says, uh, the cursed is going, verse 17, cursed is the ground. Through painful toil, you will eat food from it. Uh, verse 18, it will produce thorns and thistles for you. You will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food. Until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken, for dust you are, and to dust you will return. Another consequence of sin is suffering, trials, and ultimately death. Wow. Now, as we mentioned, Nick, humans do not readily want to admit their sin. We want to cover up. And we see this here in the form of the reference to the fact that Adam and Eve sowed fig leaves. Mm -hmm. Fig leaves, Nick, are a symbol of... For human attempt to deal with sin. The fig leaves uh, refers to every attempt that humans make to try to do the right thing. Uh, it refers to our efforts, even our good works, Nick. All oh, right. Even religious works. Remember classic example, Martin Luther, the great reformer. Uh, he, he recognized his sinfulness and he desperately wanted to, uh, to deal with the sin problem in his life. And what did he do? He, he, he thought that if he could go to those holy steps there in Rome and if he, if he knelt on each step and if he prayed on each step, that that would, that would deal with the problem and bring him peace. And he writes about that and that, that 
simply did not help at all. And punishing himself That's in right. terrible ways, you That's know. That's right. That's right. Mm. But Nick, uh, uh, we, we we may not well. We may not exactly do that, although there are there are ways where people think that if you know religious rituals mm-hmm. and good works, you know they they need, they think if we do this, this is what we need to do to to deal with sin. But there are, I would like to suggest. I read from one author, Nick, and I, um, one author shares that there, we have modern day fig leaves. There's four mm-hmm. types of them. Four types. Type number one is what he calls detachment. Now that means uh, we don't want to look at the mess in our lives or the brokenness. Uh, we want to. Uh, we attempt to control people, things, our bodies, all to avoid the pain of sin. Mm-hmm. The second type of fig leaves we have, and this is a really, really significant, and this is a common one, I reckon, for most, is distraction. Distraction. So that's where we we turn to substitutes, shopping, food, mm-hmm. sex, alcohol, internet. Sport, work, money, achievement, applause. The list could go on and on. Now, most of these things are good in and of themselves, Mm -hmm. but we depend on them to distract us from our brokenness of sin. You see, that's that's because humans are broken. They, They have this sin problem. Cover ups again. That's right. Cover up. That's right. Put the fig leaves together. That's right. Yep, mm. all of these things are a way to distract from from the real real issue, and so yeah, it it it, it, it it's our work or our um, education, uh, pleasure, mm-hmm. um, relationships. We, we look to all of those as being the thing that's going to going to bring us uh, meaning and purpose and happiness in life. And guess what, Nick? It does temporarily. Notice that it does temporarily. Work doesn't last. Money doesn't la- always uh, help. Um, people let us down. Every one of those uh, 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 is a limited way of dealing with it. So anyway, that's the second type mm-hmm. of fig leaf. Third type of fig leaf is despair. So the first one was detachment. Second one is distraction with all sorts of things that we try to substitute. Third one is despair. When we feel overwhelmed by the brokenness of our lives, we give up to a sense of helplessness mm-hmm. and hopelessness. A fourth modern type of fig leaf is destructiveness. This is where sometimes people turn to overtly destructive behavior, sometimes expressed in hostility, violence towards others. Other times it's more discreet, like gossiping or lying. Still Mm. destructive, Mm. though. And so there are different ways that people today continue to sow fig leaves, Nick, we all have our own attempts of trying to cover up. Yes. Joseph, time is going very quickly today, but I would like to ask another question just uh, before we come into, just conclude. And uh, uh, how capable are humans to fix this sin problem? I'm really glad you asked that, Nick, because that's that's a really important question. And that's going to also lay a bit of the foundation for what's coming up in the mm-hmm. next, uh, in, in this coming week, uh, uh, programs. Of, uh, but no, notice this, ha, what, what the Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 17 and verse 9, it says, The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Mm. Who can understand it, it asks. Wow. The heart, the human heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Uh, Jeremiah 13 puts it another way. Verse 23, it asks this, Can an Ethiopian change his skin or a leopard its spots? 
neither can you do good who are accustomed to doing evil. Mm. Wow. You see, Nick, something very important, and that is this. The Bible says that it's actually impossible for us as humans to fix the human problem of sin ourselves. Mm. We cannot do it. And that's where the good news comes in, though. The good news is, while we cannot do it, God can. Amen. And, uh, you know, we find that Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, where, where it talks about announcing uh, the, 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 uh, the birth of Jesus. It says they will call his name Jesus. Now, just, just pausing on that, that, the name Jesus was the Greek variation of Joshua, mm-hmm. which meant the Savior, the Lord saves. That's why it says they'll call his name Jesus. And notice then what it says. Because he will save his people from their sins. Therein lies our, the, the, the real hint to our solution. The Bible says that we are in this condition. We cannot, we, we cannot save ourselves. We cannot get out of this, this condition of sin. That's why we need a Savior who came to save us from, from our sins. Now, tomorrow and the rest of this week on Drive Time, we will look more at, 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 the, at, this, at this good news. Mm. Absolutely. And Joseph, just uh, in one minute, we, we may have left or two. Uh, yeah. We'd like to just mention again that wonderful book uh, which yes. we are promoting uh, right now. And you may even have um, something to say about maybe a small quotation or something. Um, this wonderful book can be yours free of charge if you call us or send us an SMS. You can SMS right now on 0401 or you can uh, write an email to info faithfm.com.au or visit our website faithfm.com.au and this book is yours. In, uh, in this book we can uh, also learn that he can, this book can lead us um, to look for a more meaning life and to discover Jesus Christ and step by step to find forgiveness, confidence, security, and a real joy. Do you have something to share uh, with us just briefly from this book? I, I do actually, Nick. In page 13 of that book, let, let me read a little paragraph, Nick, that is right on what we've been saying. It actually brings it all together, and, and which, is, which is really why we want to provide this book to, to our listeners, Nick, mm-hmm. because it, it's... It's a, it's a powerful, it's a wonderful book. Mm. It's it doesn't it's not a long not a not a very big book at all, Nick. It it, um, it won't take long at all. It's got a just a number of uh, very short chapters. But notice what it says on page thirteen, and I quote: "It is impossible for us of ourselves to escape from the pit of sin in which we are sunken. Our hearts are evil, and we cannot change them." And then he quotes uh, from the Bible, from Job and then from Romans, who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? Not one. The carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor can it indeed be. Then the quote goes on. Education, culture, the exercise of the will, human effort, all have their proper sphere, but here they are powerless. Let me just pause there. So, Nick, what it's saying, uh, it's impossible for us, to, to escape from this pit of sin. Mm-hmm. You know, that's exactly what we've been saying. Our greatest human problem is sin, 
And we as humans, no matter what we do, no matter what attempts we try to mask or dull it or, or how we try to distract ourselves, remember those four, four modern types of fig leaves? Yes. Uh, distraction and... Uh, Detachment uh, and despair, despair, yes. Destructiveness. None of those can really help. Mm-hmm. And, and that's exactly what it says here in this book, um, Steps to Christ. It says... All these efforts, they may produce, now read on, I'm reading on, they may produce an outward correctness of behavior, but they cannot change the heart. They cannot purify the springs of life. There must be a power working from within, a new life from above, before humans can be changed from sin to holiness. Mm. That power is Christ. His grace alone can quicken the lifeless faculties of the soul and attract it to God. So in conclusion, I just want to leave this. You know, the Bible says in Isaiah 64, verse 6, that all our righteousnesses are like filthy rags. In other words, our righteousnesses, the best things that we do, is like filthy rags. I invite you who are listening today, do you see that deep down we are all broken and bent? Do you recognize that we cannot help ourselves? Do you recognize that our best efforts are just like filthy rags or they are simply fig leaves? Do you see that behind all our pain and struggles for meaning is the condition of sin? If so, I want to ask you, is it your desire to admit, to say, yes, I am a sinner in need of a saviour? If so, I invite you to call out to God. He will save you. Contact this station. Get that book, Steps to Christ. And I want to pray for you today. Our Father God, we recognize, if we're truly honest with ourselves, that deep down we have this condition that we ourselves cannot fix. It's a condition that we have come to thanks to our first human parents. And it's only possible to get out of this through the help of someone like a saviour. Oh, how much we need you. And Lord, as we learn more about that uh, tomorrow and this coming week, I pray that for every person that's out there that we will admit our condition because by admitting that, that's the first step towards dealing with this problem because there is a solution found in the good news of a saviour who came to save us from our sins. I pray, Lord, that you bless every person that's listening. Help us to respond accordingly is my humble prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Our time is up. Thank you for joining Nick, Rita and Joseph Matichik on Drive Time Big Q&A. Please join us tomorrow when we ask, what does it mean to be born again? May God richly bless you and let's us all surrender to Jesus.
自己。